Welcome to another NCBI podcast. NCBI is the Irish National Sight Loss Agency. We are a not-for-profit charity which offers support and services to people of all ages who are experiencing difficulties with their eyesight. If you would like more information on our services, please visit www.ncbi.ie. Hello again, my name is Kevin Kelly. I'm the Head of Advocacy with the NCBI. Over recent weeks, there's been a lot of media speculation around what was going to happen with the Leaving Cert. And here in NCBI, in conjunction with our children and young persons team, we thought we would uh, focus on that issue today and speak to one of our service users who is sitting the exams now at the end of July instead of June. So I'm delighted to say I'm joined by Patrick Hennessy, who is from Dungarvan in Waterford. Patrick, uh, thanks for joining me. Uh, pleasure to be here, Kevin. Thank you very much. Patrick, uh, uncertain uh, times, I, I would say, when you went back to uh, school in September and you were making your plans for the year, you never thought uh, that the exams could be delayed for almost two months? Not at all, Kevin. There was absolutely no indication, obviously, in September, even after Christmas, that, you know, such a, you know, that there was talks, obviously, of COVID-19 by January and early January and stuff. But uh, really, no one expected it. You know, even when I left school, there are books I still don't have because when I left on the, on the whatever, mid-March, mid uh, you know, we, we thought we were going to be gone for two weeks and then that would be it. And no one really, until it happened, expected, you know, it, this to blow, to blow up the way it did. You're out of school now since the uh, middle of March and even the closing of the schools has kind of happened quite suddenly and you mentioned there that you're without some of your textbooks. Um, I'm Well, I'm without, I'm, what, what I just mean to say, that my point really is, I ha, you know, I have online materials and stuff, but the point I'm trying to make, I suppose, is that we left the school, you know, so sure that it would just be the two weeks that there were certain things that I knew, there's certain materials I knew I wouldn't need and and I suppose my the point I'm trying to make is, is is what has happened you know since then and and the impact that that has had you know yeah no it must be really uh, challenging so everything is uh, very much uh, online um, at the moment and I suppose being a student with a vision impairment uh, we do things uh, maybe a lot more than other students on a on a normal basis in terms of using uh, technology has that made it easier or more challenging. Um, unfortunately, it's made it very challenging for me because I actually go to a grail school. Uh, so as a result of that, um, I I do all my examinations and my schoolwork, well, aside from English, through the, the medium of Irish. And therefore, my studies, you know, are, are actually doubly difficult because I use a braille note taker. And uh, that, you know, at the moment, I don't actually have access to email on that. So I'm I'm kind of trying to bring files from one place to another the whole entire time from the laptop to the braille note taker and to the phone and all sorts of places because you know there's there's no currently up you know that to my knowledge there's no currently working irish screen readers so as a result of that i'm trying to transfer files kind of a lot of the time and you know that's interfering with my study time it all comes into the amount of time i have to study and you know with already lacking motivation having to do that as well as everything else is just very difficult. 
Yeah, motivation is uh, really key uh, for everyone when you're preparing for exams. And I suppose it can be quite difficult when the uh, goalposts are moving. Did you find a lot of the media speculation around what was going to happen with the exams very distracting? In in a sense, certainly. I mean, the, the media speculation, I suppose, rumours came out. And, and I suppose, especially when the oral exams were, were cancelled. I believe that, you know, not only did that leave, you know, some of us feeling a bit, you know, hard done by in a sense, even though we'd received full marks in the orals, you know, certain, uh, you know, certain people. And, and I, I got, I went to an Irish school since I've been going to an Irish school since Montessori. So I would hope, I would have hoped that I would have been, been at an advantage to other students, but now we all have a hundred percent. So I suppose, you know, this sort of me, the different media speculation, I suppose, that followed that and the conclusion we all drew naturally from that you know you, you kind of start to wonder if the exemptions are just going to start rolling in from there you know and do you treat um, your day now as if it's a school day in terms of uh, structure and you are you able to remain focused i try kevin is, is the is the absolute answer to be honest i think motivation is very difficult at the moment and i think you can slide and you know become quite distracted and unfocused and stuff because i'm somebody i mean, I can only speak for myself personally because other students, you know, are in different are in different situations, and not everyone is in the position I'm in. But personally, I find it very difficult to study at home, so I kind of do what I can uh, and kind of hope, you know, I I, I, do, I do what I can throughout the day and and hope I've done enough. And you know, some days I'll do more than others, and it, but it can be very difficult at home to self motivate now. I do go to all my classes and the fact that they have started up helps because there's that interaction. You can ask questions. There's, you know, a bit of a social side to that. So I suppose in that regard, you know, that, that does help. And what platform are your school using to deliver those classes at the moment? This very platform we're using now, Microsoft Teams. Very good. Um, and uh, you find that uh, easy uh, to use. Do you think that uh, out of this, uh, you'll become more of a, an online digital learner? Um, Microsoft Teams, I don't find it amazing. I use it on my phone as opposed to on the laptop, purely for convenience to be able to move around the house with it and, and stuff so that, you know, family, you know, is usually going around and it's usually, you know, that there's different things going on. So it's easier to have the phone portable and be able to move around the house. But I find the conversation tab and such quite difficult to use. Files are okay, um, but the conversation tab itself is quite difficult. Very good. I think we're all beginning uh, to become somewhat uh, more familiar with all of the, these platforms. And I've only recently started to use uh, Microsoft Teams and Teams. And in fact, we've only started to use it recently in the uh, organization. And I suppose in the world of COVID-19, it has been a blessing because it's allowed us to offer our services and do interviews uh, like this in a virtual uh manner and, and I believe um, after school you're hoping to uh, do radio that's right radio broadcasting yeah yeah um, in in Cork in Colossus de Fonefa which is um, a very highly regarded uh, radio course by the way and, and it's one of the only ones in the country <clears throat> which offers um, you know kind of I suppose the opportunities the opportunities it does there are people who go on straight into radio careers after the two years of doing it um, others who you know who go to Colossus to do like in Dublin and get their level eight uh, after another year. So it really is a fantastic um, 
you know, it's, it's a it's a great course and a great area for someone like me. And I, I believe that, you know, I suppose for someone with a visual impairment, it's got a lot of, uh, you know, there are a lot of pros to doing something like radio broadcasting where, you know, and I, I know there's the production side to it, obviously, which is computers and stuff. But there is, you know, there is ways and means around things like that, you know, so it's not it's not certainly not impossible. Yeah. And uh, where did your uh, love for radio come from? Have you, have you always been interested? I've all, well, I mean, certainly as a, as a child, I listened to a lot of radio. So I suppose at that point, it wasn't really, as I suppose, as much of a, something I considered. I suppose when you're when you're young, uh, you know, a very little, you know, a very small child, you don't really think about the things you like. They're just things you enjoy doing, and it's it's that simple. But I suppose as I got older, I started to get more curious, and when I got uh, my first laptop. I started to kind of explore more into it, and I've had some experience on local and community radios. So, I, I've you know I've I've been in there and 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 I've been in the studio. So I've kind of I've broken that. Uh, I've I've gotten that far so as to to um sort of get my first on air experience and all that sort of stuff. So I, I've done all that. So that helps with the confidence in that. Yeah, no, that'll certainly uh, be a huge advantage to you when, fingers crossed, uh, you start the uh, course at, at some point uh, later this year. And do you have a favourite show or presenter that you really like? I'll say, I, I, you know, I, I like music shows. I, I love music in general, which kind of goes hand to hand with me. So it's my, and I, I enjoy listening to podcasts, but I must say, uh, one of my favourite radio presenters, hands down, is Niall Boylan, who uh, he does a, sort of like LBC in the UK. He he does our version of that, if you like. He he's an Irish talk show host who does a phone in show both in the afternoon and, and, and in the evening and uh just brings the public on. And I think that's the one of the most important things about radio. He gives the public a voice. It's not some politician you know well, sometimes he brings in guests obviously, but it's not a politician. It's not the government. It's not any particular, you know, um T D or counsellor or whoever or doctor or whatever. It's the people. And I think that's what radio is essentially about. It's about giving a voice to the people and a platform for the people to get their voices heard. Yeah, no, he really does present a very um, edgy show and and it's very entertaining. Uh, Patrick, I suppose I'm going to give you uh, your opportunity now to speak uh, as an ordinary person. Uh, What uh, can the government, the Minister for Education uh, or anyone involved in the Leaving Cert uh, do for you in the uh, coming weeks uh, in the run up to the exams? Well, I think the most important thing for for any student, you know, vision impaired or otherwise, is clarity. And I, I'm I'm aware that it's said, but I suppose you know that, that there's speculation that that is to be changed, and and there, there's apparently a meeting to be had on Friday where things will be discussed and stuff. I do, I think the biggest thing for all students around the country, and it's, it's very difficult to fit, to pinpoint for people, you know, with disabilities. Obviously, people have different needs and stuff. Um, but I think. As I said there, you know, generally across the board, that the most important thing, the key thing at the moment is to get clarity on a deadline, a goal, a date set specifically that we can aim for to say, look, this is the date. No matter what else happens, you know, no matter what platform we're using, because we don't know no matter what format there is, this is the date of the leaving cert and this is what we're working towards. That's a very good point. Uh, Well made, Patrick. Thanks uh, for uh, joining me today. No problem whatsoever, uh, Kevin. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much.
that was Patrick uh, Hennessy, a Leaving Cert uh, student from Dungarvan in Waterford, speaking to me about his experience of school life and the run up to the delayed uh, Leaving Cert in this COVID-19 world that we all live in. As always, you can check out ncbi.ie or our social media channels for lots of interesting uh, content and the latest uh, news. And remember, our national support line is available on 1850-33-43-53. If you would like to be notified of future podcasts, please subscribe. To support NCBI, please visit www.donate.ncbi.ie.